Dream big, then settle. Welcome to I Hate Everyone Equally, where it's not cornhole or bags, it's just bag hole. I'm Corey. And I'm Lindsay. And today we're going to be talking about Purdue housing, particularly our experience in our respective residence halls that we've been in for the past two years. And then we'll start looking at some other people's perspectives uh, through like Reddit posts and other things like that. That's right. But first, you have a gift for me, don't you? I do have a gift for you. Last so- episode, I was supposed to get a gift, but she forgot. And this is like... My second part of our yeah. Secret Santa or whatever. Merry Christmas. Oh, thank you, thank it's you. almost February. Let's see if it's another no bitches flag. I can't really tell what it is yet. Does it have a thing on it? Is it's, it just pizza? It's a pizza blanket. I got you the biggest one because you're tall. Ah. So it might not cover you from like feet to shoulders. Okay. But it could at least be like a throw blanket and you could. You could cuddle with it. <laughs> this will be on our couch next year for sure. Do you remember when I asked you pizza or uh, tacos in Bobby and Eric's dorm? Mm, maybe. I asked you, and, and then you're like, this uh, what it was for? Yep. Oh, man, if I knew, I probably should have said taco, because then I'd be like a little taco. No, then you would have got the tortilla blanket, but I, everyone wow. has the tortilla one. So you got a pizza one. That was amazing. You're welcome. The microphone definitely didn't pick that up when you said thank you. Oh, well. Yeah, oh, well. Thank you very much. Uh, so I guess we can get started. So let's just talk about where we lived last year and this year. Well, we can start with last year. You and Cameron should talk about where you because li- you lived in the same. Yeah. You lived in Shreve. Yeah, Cameron and I lived in Shreve Residence Hall, or there's a longer name for it. It's something Helen B. Shreve or something. You know what I'm talking about? I've never known the full name, no. <laughs> Cameron gets a mic, by the way. Yeah, he has a mic that it's works fantastic. now. fantastic. Exciting. Everyone get excited. Talk more Cameron. directly into it. You can't. No. Pull it not. around so you can look at us. Cameron, well, Cameron. It's, like, it's on my backside, so like this is what I have Put to it do. over your shoulder. Put, go under it. See, Cameron is new at this, so he doesn't know how to oh. use it. Dog, the mic is behind me. Anyway, so Cameron and I lived in Shreve. Um, I have... Few complaints about the hall itself. Uh, you probably have more. The women's side was uh, renovated, so we it had a very bougie. nice bathroom. <laughs> it was bougie. Uh, <laughs> it was. We had water bottle, like the filtered water bottle, water fountains. Uh, the bathrooms. It was like specifically the shower is what sticks out in my brain compared to what I have now, where it was communal, but it was like you go in and there were. Three stalls, like sh- they look like bathroom stalls, but you go in and you can go in and you shut the door and then there's a shower with a curtain in front of you, but you're in your own little enclosed room for the shower. I can't imagine. It's Dude, really did, nice. The men's side did not have that. I know you didn't. I also had to go up to the sixth floor to, for my water bottle. So like, nope. It, it was bad. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> nope, you guys yeah. had it on every floor. Well, I lived on the main floor, so I had the best. Yeah. Except random people walking down my hallway, specifically men, in the middle of the night. Or, like, late enough that, like, I was taking a shower and I, you know, I have a robe and everything. But I don't need biddies looking at me walking down the hallway (laughs) when I'm, like, in my robe with my hair and my little towel wrap and with my whole shower bag. It's just weird. 
Yeah, there were several occurrences where, like, girls went into our restroom, which was men only. Did you have guest restrooms? Like, What's that? Did you have a guest restroom on your floor? You see, I never actually checked, but I think there was a door for the guest restroom. I've just never seen anyone go in or out of that, so maybe we did. Because we did, but it was also just like, yeah. Tarkington, man. I can't say enough bad things about Tarkington. I mean, for one thing, it's like you got to share a bathroom with 50 other guys anyway, let alone in a bathroom that's... I mean, I don't fault the people that try and clean it. It's just a terrible bathroom to try and clean. You guys were saying you had stalls and then a curtain. We just had a straight curtain. Sometimes not even that. You didn't have like a double curtain where it was like... No. You, oh, oh, did you have a double curtain? Men's side of Shreve. We only had a curtain. That's it. It was that just a curtain. That sucks. Yeah. Because like now, I thought most of them had double curtains because it was... the Now when... I live in Windsor or one of the Windsor buildings and one of the... Like, if you go in, like, the communal shower part, then it's, you walk in, you can close a curtain, there's, like, a little room with a bench and, like, some hooks, and then another curtain, and then the shower. Here's the thing with Tarkington. It's, well, stepping aside from the bathrooms, but just in general, you choose, when in the housing portal, before you start as a freshman, you choose your preferences, you want AC, you don't want AC, etc. And so I was like, well, you know, I, I don't really have to have AC because, you know, it's not that bad. Dumbass. And I think that's what most people think. And no. then they get there and they're like, well, shit. That is not <laughs> what I thought. No? My only requirement, my highest priority for my thing was the air conditioning because yeah. I would not sleep if I was hot. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, and of course it was like above... 80 degrees until November that year, my our freshman year, 2021. As, and I was in one of the dorms. It was like, I'm going to say in our side, because I was on third floor northeast. And I think there were only four rooms that had three people in a double, and one of them was mine. Oh, I, you had two roommates? I did have two roommates. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Damn. Did you have a bunk? Were you on the bunk bed? I was, I was on the bunk bed. Yeah. So there was a lofted bed, and then there was a bunk bed. So I was on the top of the bunk bed. Did you like your roommates? I've never talked to you about this. No, I mean they were. Yeah, they were fine. Um, we just kind of. I mean, we never really talked that much. You One of them existed. was kind of involved with band and stuff, but. Um, but I, I don't I don't really keep in touch with them now. I mean they were they were just kinda we we're just kinda mutual and went about our ways. I mean we kinda we would we we could probably go like a whole month without saying an entire word to each other. And I mean, and there was no like reason for it. It was just we really didn't have anything in common. We just kinda kept to ourselves really. But the room yeah, trying to f- trying to fit three people, no matter who they are, they could be the best roommates in the world. It, it's not going to be a great situation because put the three of us in a dorm. I would hate that. I don't want to live with you guys. I not would sleep in, a in the room. hallway. Um, but <laughs> but my main issue was the bathroom because not only the shower situation, I it was just I'm like, there's no way that there's not some residual 
natural things on the floor of the shower and in the drains and stuff. I just every time I felt like I was getting like more disgusting taking a shower. I think I remember one time it must have been at the beginning of the year I went to take a shower and I turned the faucet on. It was just straight brown, <laughs> just straight brown water. Turned it off, went, guess I'm not taking a shower today. And then I would, uh, you can't, because if your roommates are in the room, you have to, I wasn't going to change in the shower. So I'd have to like hang my clothes over the the curtain because there were no hooks. Well, yeah, there were. I had it in like a plastic bag, like a Walmart bag. I'd put my new clothes in there, hang it on the hooks outside, and then I'd have to take it in my towel, go to the stalls and change in a stall. That's what I did. I don't know if anyone else had a better method, but... Um, I... Yes. So, my method is I'm all about the robe. So, take the robe to the bathroom. Usually I'll bring my underwear to the bathroom, like fresh underwear. And then... After I, and I bring a towel too, so I dry off with the towel, and then I have like the hair towel, so I put my hair up, so it'll dry faster. Hair towel. That's a new term. Well, it's actually called, like, it's like a twist. Well, yeah, I I have, but. It's like a twist. It's like its own, it's meant for your hair. It's not just a towel that I put on my hair. But anyways. Yeah, put that on. Usually I'll do that before I dry off, because then my hair will drip down my back if I'm drying off and the hair's Mm. still down. So then, hair up, uh, put the robe on. Usually put the underwear on and then go back to my dorm. Change there? Yeah. But like then you just you put socks on and pants on when the robe's still on. Like it was not Yeah. I'm not I don't want people to look at me naked. Um that's uncomfortable and I don't <laughs> I'm insecure. Okay. But I'm not like being prude about like the fact that it's I'm going to change in my room because it's also my room. That's fair. What'd you do, Cameron? Or like showering? Yeah, like changing. Okay, so to clarify a little bit, we did have two curtains, but it was like you had one curtain Spoiled. to go in. Well, we had like a shower room where it was like several showers. Okay, I think it was like three. Oh yeah, well. So it was like curtains. How many showers did you have? We had three, and then a bathtub, which. <laughs> that is nasty. Lower channel. There is no way. Their group chat. They were like, "I'm gonna take a bath." And oh my god. I want my RA to come watch. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, what is going on? And so they tried making it a floor event. I don't know. <laughs> my go? floor was kind of crazy sometimes, but I did not attend. I think I was actually busy. But anyway. That disgusts me to like no a, end. Yeah, it was like a small room right outside these three. You might as well jump in the Wabash. <laughs> no, so it's like a small little room, and they had like a bench area a bench and you gotta like put your stuff there put me in coach i put my towel over like the curtain and then you know there's a curtain for each shower stall if you want to call it mm. but so you only had three showers really yeah, three well, did you not you had showers. three in each bathroom because there's two bathrooms. really there's, there's like three two shreve there's technically like a bathroom for each side of the hallway yeah that's what we had too yeah, but yeah. so there's like in each one there's like Three actual toilets, and then three sinks, and then three showers, because that's how ours was. Yeah. Well, anyways, let's talk about where I live. So, yeah, I mentioned I live in Windsor. Uh, I live in Vauder. Don't come stalk me, please. But that's the one what with the dining that? hall. Oh, that's... Oh, because they have different names, right? Yeah, there's five buildings. There's, there's Wood? Wood, which is the main one. Okay. Vauder is mine. There's, there's five. There's I can only two. picture three. 
Two on one side. Wait, which one is the dining court in? Mine, water. Water. Stupid. Well, <laughs> I said that. I don't. I know, but I. <laughs> I don't know if it's different. We've been through the Windsor tunnels. The. I, scary. I would get lost if I was by myself in Windsor. I would get lost. Okay. No one would be able to find me. Here you go. Doomy, Sheely, Warren, Wood, and Vodder. So. Do who? <laughs> do me. But anyways. Um, he did like, what? <laughs> every build besides the main one. So you know when you're walking toward like, like the cul-de-sac that is where the wood building is? Right. There are two buildings on either side. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, if you walk toward the dining hall from this cul-de-sac mm -hmm. you see like a little or in, when you're in the dining hall even you can see the little like courtyard yeah oh so there's two separate buildings on either side of that courtyard my building and then uh i don't know which one it is if i'm honest that's where i do my laundry though okay because there's no yeah that's my you know what my complaint right now is that they <laughs> there's no laundry in, in my actual space. building oh. And the like they don't have a laundry room at all in my building. Yes, I have to go outside That's And technically I could go through the tunnels, but it literally takes 10 minutes because of how they are Mapped like, out. Yes And there's not a direct yes. tunnel from my building uh -huh. to the laundry room that is closest to me Because of the dining hall. I think I think that's why That damn dining hall For It us, just frustrates me so Cameron and I Living free to Parker. I mean, we just take the elevator and then it's right there. But I think it's weird that none of the laundry rooms, even in Tarkington, I don't even, I think yours doesn't either. There's no, like, you don't need swipe access to get into the laundry room. Um, I don't know if I, fi I find that a little weird. You Technically, you need swipe access to get in everywhere in Windsor, so you don't actually to get okay. into the room, but, like, you can't even get in the building without swipe access. So, like, Shreve, yeah. technically you need swipe access because you need to be able to get in to where the elevators are. Right. But if you just followed some, it's very easy to follow someone in. At Windsor, if a guy, just a random guy was following me in, I'd be like, and this hasn't happened to me, but I'd probably be like, where are you going? Mm -hmm. Like, because there's no men that have access. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So if some just one guy was following me in, or a group of guys even, I'd be like, oh, no, 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 no. Get your woman escort. <laughs> Get your woman. If a guy was just sitting like in the lobby, I wouldn't be freaked out or anything. That was us one time. Yeah. That was literally that. us one time. Yeah, no, but that, like, that, I don't think that should freak any. They're not. You're not doing anything. You're sitting okay. in the lobby, or even the in like the open area, which okay. is like where like uh, the study rooms, I guess. Sure. But um. That that doesn't free. If there's just a guy in there, I'd be like, whatever. There's probably a girl that let you in, and even so, they're not doing anything wrong. But after a certain time at night, mm -hmm. you have to like, I have to swipe to get into my hallway, not just swipe to get into the building, go up the stairs, and then swipe to get into the hallway. Mm. So it's very, they, the security's high. In this building, and it's pretty Windsor, low. Free to Parker, honestly. Yeah, people. Oh get yeah, I get in your building all the time. Yeah. yeah, it's not hard at all. We all know that there is a massive Purdue housing issue, not just a Purdue housing crisis, if you will. Crisis, not just you know 
some of these dining court, dining courts, some of these residence halls, they just need to tear down and build new ones like Tarkington, Wy Tarkington Wiley, Owen, all the ones without AC because it's not the 1950s. I think we should have AC. Um, but just the sheer lack of space, first of all, I, I mean, it kind of goes, Purdue kind of shoots themselves in the foot because they don't have enough housing, number one, and they're just over accepting people. I mean, we kind of talked about this in the first episode, how, I, I mean, I know you like the frozen tuition. I don't know if I, it doesn't, I like the idea of it. Mm -hmm. It obviously, it doesn't affect me. Right. Because I'm special. In state. Or, yeah. Well, and that military. and my dad. Right. But, um, yeah. That, I just think, I just like the idea that you come and you know exactly what you're paying for the rest of the time here. And well, okay. Let me just say, when I say frozen tuition, I don't mean, I I do like the, the rate at which you pay, like the tuition rate stays the same all four years yeah i think that's not probably, what i'm talking about okay, i'm you're talking, talking about, about the fact that it hasn't gone. it hasn't changed for anybody since 2014 yeah it like should it's go been up. the same that's what i mean and so oh, they keep accepting more people so that means they're bringing in enough money no well they have to keep accepting this is what i think they have to keep accepting people because of the frozen tuition like they're not making enough money at the previous rate that they were accepting people okay like uh, what was it? Uh, I want to say there was like 30,000 in 2014. If they were to have uh, 30,000 now, they would be in the negative is my guess. Um, because, you know, obviously things are going to be more expensive 10 years from 2014. Well, there's been inflation, like regardless exactly. of like, like very recently there's been a significant like rise. Right. So, Yeah. I agree with you. So, I, yeah, not in terms of frozen tuition of, yeah, I like that. I mean, I think, I don't I know how many colleges do that, but. I don't know either, but I like the idea that you go in and you know exactly right. what you're that paying is for the fine. next four years. That's fine. But the fact that they haven't changed it at all in the past nine years. No, that's stupid. That's a stupid. Bit. And I, it so. Like, it makes sense. If they had done it for five years. And then we're like, sure. mm, readdress. What like right. if they did that every five years, they readdressed it. Sure. And then they'd probably have to raise it. Mm -hmm. But then every couple of years, it'd probably go down depending on what the economy looked like. Right. And you know, I think it. I think some people think like, you know, if you raise tuition, then that kind of, not alienates, but it kind of eliminates some people, applying because they might not be able to afford it. But honestly, we need less people here. <laughs> I mean, not to be That's blunt. That's not nice. But not, well, I mean, to be blunt, you know, we need less people here, honestly. But anyway, um, I, again, I, a lot of their problems boil down to this frozen tuition. I think with Mung, president now. No, he... Because they weren't going to change it while Mitch was here. That was for sure. Because that was his whole thing. But now that Mung is here, I think now they finally have someone different to not, not necessarily pin it on, but... It'll be associated to not Mitch Daniels. Yes. And so I think within the next, I mean, semester, they might change it for like the uh, class. I think, no. They should, though. I don't think it'll be two years. We'll be gone before we see change. Of course. We, we really need to get, 
we we have a lot of friends who will tell us because with the population problem we went to the correct the other day was it friday um we were going to try and play basketball and um it was just we couldn't get a court we had to play outside well part was, of that is uh, because they had some of the gyms closed for well, an event right but I mean, other times that we have gone, it's been pretty full, and we wouldn't, oh, we yeah. wouldn't be able to. But one of our friends, um, Sam, he said that freshman, his freshman year, so he's a, I guess he's a fifth he's year a fifth technically, year, but yes. he graduated. Um, he's, a, he's not. He's, he's professional school. He's in pharmacy. Okay, so, so his freshman year was twenty seventeen. Was that his freshman year? I don't know. But anyway. Um, so he said in his freshman year, you could go to the co-rec at any time, and it was just empty. Like, there was, like, you could get a machine, you could get a court, you could do... See, but, like, I don't think that's a population problem. I think that means just less people were at the... Do you know what I mean? I don't know, though, because from what I've heard, even from people like Sam, like, campus never used to feel crowded, and now it does. Like, you walk to class. Like, we always complain about 3rd Street because there's so many people walking down the street. And it, I mean, it's just, it looks like Times Square half the time. And they always say, like, you know, it never, it felt like a small campus because it didn't, it didn't feel crowded. But now it does. Um, they've added, I, I remember we, we talked about this in the first episode. They've added uh, five new residence halls. And they haven't added a single dining court. And I think the problem with that is they just... I think in their minds, it's like, well, we don't have really the money to build these residence halls. They also don't have the people to staff a new dining hall. No, no. So the problem is they have, they have the resources and staff for a campus that supports 30,000 people, yet they have almost 60,000 now, right? I don't know. It's like 57,000 people or something, which, I mean, I I don't see any other problem other than the frozen tuition. I do think it's very interesting. The, oh no, it's the overacceptance of people in the residence halls. So last year, and it happened again this year, but last year was the first year that they, that I'm aware of anyways, Mm -hmm. that they had people, there were eight or 12 girls sleeping in a single room in right. the Shreve basement. And I don't, I'm assuming I've seen pictures of it. It was a big room, mm-hmm. but it was still a single room in the Shreve basement because they had an over acceptance of people or not so much that they over accepted. It's that they don't really think about how many people are accepting versus how many people that are actually going to show up. Right. Right. They underestimate. Yes. For sure, by a lot, by like hundreds, if not a thousand, probably. And they're like, oh, we don't have space, but we guarantee, quote unquote, housing. We, quote unquote, guarantee housing for everybody. This year. But they don't guarantee on-campus housing anymore. Because like our friend. guarantee university university, housing. Right. But that doesn't mean you're going to live in a dorm. Like one of our friends... He lives, I don't know, 15 minutes south of campus. As a freshman, he lives As a freshman, minutes. so he has to bike everywhere. And it's in this dingy apartment. He was like, 
Oh, yeah, you can live there if you want to shower with cockroaches and rats or something like that. And, I mean, I believe it for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, but, I mean, that's what they're going to have to do. Or, I think mean, that's what they are doing. I know, like, this, this year, uh, a lot of people got screwed over. And, like, some people didn't even have a place to stay, and they were scrambling. And still, some people are still trying to find a place to stay. Yep. Right. It's we, bad. Well, we talked about it. I don't know what episode we talked about it in. But we talked about how Corey and his roommates got the last unit in the apartment complex that we're staying in. Mm-hmm. Right. Purdue, and, like, it was still the very early on. The population of Purdue on. definitely affects um, apartments, like, off-campus. Yes. Apartments. Well, and that's what we're talking about with like. Right. So, I, and I think you guys would agree with this. Even though we like don't like living on campus that much, I think it's good to live two years on, two years off. I think that's very smart. That's a good ratio. I think it is because I think you do some growing freshman year. I think you should just live in a dorm, if available. If to you can get one. Yeah, <laughs> but assuming you have the option, because most freshmen before the recent. Well, they're going to do have, the new the freshman dorms. Like freshman only dorms now. Okay. See, but like I think that's smart. Uh-huh. I think require I not require freshmen to live in a dorm mm-hmm. because that doesn't really make sense. But like have the availability for freshmen to live in a dorm because I think that's how because we, you're going to be traumatized <laughs> having to live. Well, if we all didn't live like if Cameron, yeah. me, and a couple of our other friends right, didn't live in Shreve, we would have never hung out outside yeah. of band yep. or dinner time or whatever. Yeah, that's, we and like. Then so many of us lived in one building that mm-hmm. it was like, okay, guys, just come over. Yep. And so everyone would come and hang out with us because we had a really nice lobby. Lobby. Mm-hmm. The schlobby. And even if like you're not in a in like a like a band like we are, um, you get to know people on your floor. Right. And I know I I shit on Tarkington a lot, but the ones the dorms without AC, I hear they're they have one of the best communities. Yes. Because they want to do anything but think about. Not having AC. Well, and like my, well, even, I don't know about your floor, but my RA did, hosted a lot of stuff and did a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously I was a busy beaver because I'm in the band. And so I didn't really attend. But like other, like a lot of people on my floor knew each other because of, I didn't, I felt so bad when I didn't like know people's names and they knew me. And I was mm-hmm. just like, okay. Mm, yeah. But I think it's very, it really helps to live in a dorm and it gives you that community. Even if you live in like, um, we know a freshman. Uh, that lives in a single in First Street Towers. Oh, yeah. Like, and how like, did that happen? He just randomly got put in there. That's what I'm saying. Like, how, you know. And, like, lucky him, right? Because you get your own bathroom and the laundry's free and everything. Yeah. But I was worried when he told me that because I was like, if he doesn't try to hang out with people, there's not a, the community is not the same. No. Because it's people that don't want to interact with their people, basically. My sister lives in First Street Towers, and the whole thing is that, like, she has her own room, her own bathroom, and all she has to do is go out in the hallway for laundry or to leave. Yep. And I was like, I don't know. That's not a freshman experience. And it's she didn't live there her freshman. She had kind of a shitty experience. Because right Um, now, the Purdue freshman experience is either you get put in a normal dorm, like Shreve or Earhart or Hillenbrand. You get put in the, I saw a post, the evil twins of Tarkington and Wiley, and you have that community, and you're packed in like sardines, or you get banished to the 
you are housing of the apartments that are off campus by like a mile. And then... Which is not the correct uh, freshman experience. No. And sophomores is different because usually by then you've like like established your... Right. Like So for me... I went from one of the worst dorms to one of the best. Yes. Tarkington to Frida Parker. Th- those are two very different things. Having my own control over the climate in my room was like game changer. Like, I can set the temperature in this room. <laughs> I was like, holy crap. This is, this is high-end well, stuff. And they also having have- my own bathroom, instead of having to share with 50 guys, I only have to share with three other people. And they're your friends, so if someone right. like messes it up, you can be like, dude. Pretty much. Yeah. And our bathrooms get cleaned every Thursday. I Yep. Yeah, I just remember walking in, moving in this year, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is so much better." Well, then we'll just there are people that choose to live in the shitty dorms because for, it's cheap. Yes. Right. Because you pay significantly more this year than you paid last year. Probably double, more than double. Yeah, I pay a I little bit more, which same. doesn't make sense for me. Uh-huh. Because I think Shreve was better. Okay, yeah. Um, because it's a newer building, too. Yeah, that's true. I think Shreve was better, mm-hmm. but I also... I feel like I don't mind paying a lot. It's not that... It's not significantly more. It's just enough that I noticed. Yeah. But I... It makes me, like, laugh because I'm, I feel like I'm paying for location because the location oh, is it's so, so much, much better. better than living out there. Yeah. I, yeah, that's another thing is the layout of campus is terrible, too, because you have... Literally academic campus separated by there are two streets. Three. So we were talking about this before we started recording. Uh-huh. There are three sections uh-huh. to Purdue. Minus ag because no. Yeah, we don't talk ag. about ag. Ag is its own thing. Anyway. And then like graduate campus, which is also kind of ag. So there is residential, which is the dorms. Uh-huh. Far um, away from literally anything else. Yes, the dorms and the dining halls. Uh-huh. It is academic, academic, which is in the middle. That's all the classes, obviously. And then there is what I call commercial campus, which is all the uh, like it's the Chauncey area. So it's apartments, actual apartments. Yep. It is food that you actually have to pay for and no swipes. And there are stores. Yep. That's commercial campus. Um, we are going from academic campus to commercial campus. Residential campus. Oh yeah, we're going from residential campus to commercial campus, and still, even though we uh live closer than we used to it's still about the same amount of time to get to academic campus for right. us which I, don't, I mean that doesn't really make sense to me we're living off campus yet it's the same distance to well i don't mm. mind because like i don't have to worry about a car i can walk if i want to yeah but yes which is nice i guess um Let's read some Reddit posts. Yeah, I've got one to address before sure. you get into yours because we were talking about the housing situation that mm-hmm. happened this year where a bunch of people, mostly current freshmen, got screwed out of their housing for next year. Traditional housing Traditional, is what they yes. call it, yeah. Um, because they, Purdue, made the housing portal that either closed it faster than they said they were going to close it. They mm-hmm. did something. I don't really remember what happened right. because something we weren't dealing dumb. with it. We already yeah. signed a lease in October. Um, this Reddit post was posted two months ago by, um, I don't know, I don't use Reddit. Who's this by? It says it at top, you slash something. You slash disagreement. Ah, <laughs> 68. there we go. 
That's our guy. <laughs> okay, it says Purdue Housing should be ashamed of themselves. They royally fucked current freshmen and sophomores. They gave priority housing to future freshmen and do not have enough housing for the rest of the students they have currently admitted. Only a few days after the portal opened, pretty much all semi-decent housing was taken. There are no air-conditioned rooms left, and the other options are way too expensive for the average student. And then it says, fuck you, Purdue Housing. And then somebody, uh, Paradins, <laughs> that's their name on Reddit, uh -huh. um, said, this is what happens when tuition gets frozen for 12 years. Can't increase cost, increase quantity, except more freshmen. Freshmen mm -hmm. living in eight-person lobbies is bad press. Give fr Give freshman housing. Now upperclassmen are out of housing. It's a cynical pro process here at play, and I don't see it being fixed without raising tuition soon. And then yep. somebody responded. I mean, that was pretty much my point. Yeah. Yeah. And then all the things are like, no, you're right. And uh, there's a lot of things wrong with the housing portal. Yeah. Like, yeah. like when it opens for freshmen, I remember when it opened for us when we were freshmen, because we, we already got ours because we had a a friend who was a junior and his opened way before everybody else's. So he got us in our, uh, in his, uh, what is it called? Roommate group. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he just pulled us into Frida Parker and we're like, all right, we're chilling. And then I'd, I just remember seeing my roommate the next day cause it was going to open the next day trying to get in the portal, but it was like yeah. freezing because <laughs> 10,000 other students were yes. trying to do the exact I, same thing at the exact like same time. It was like a Friday morning when it opened yeah. Yeah. and I had a recitation. you tried to get... I had a recitation mm -hmm. at 7.30 in the morning. So I wasn't there. It opened at 8 or something. Yeah. And my recitation went until like 8.20, whatever. A, yeah. And so I went to recitation. I came back and they are all... Now, I think that's the only thing I had to do that day. Mm -hmm. I came back and every one of our friends was sitting in the Shreve lobby with every other kid that was trying to get into the housing portal screaming because it would like open and then, and then it would freeze and it would crash. Yep. And then everyone was having this issue. And it was so freaking funny. And then my RA had donuts for like a floor <laughs> event. So I went and got one uh. when I went and put my, I went and got something. I don't remember. Yeah. And I came back and I had a donut in there and then I went and then Karen and me went and I was like, this is my friend Karen. And her name was Cass. She's very nice. She was like, Take the donuts. And so we brought donuts out for our friends and had donuts while we watched the housing portal crash. And it actually happened where me and my current roommate, who was the Sarah, who I wanted to be in the room with the whole time. Yeah. We did not end up in a room together at first. We both got in just random different rooms. Right. And, and we were just trying to message people and get them right, to leave. Right. That's what happened to um, yeah, our other group. friend. Yeah. Well, our, our friend, one of Cameron's roommates, um, they couldn't put all four of them in the group at the same time because right. of the because, way that they invited Because our a. junior friend would leave, but since ours wasn't open, we couldn't, he couldn't jump in with us. Yeah. Because yeah. So we had, we had three of us. So we had so to wait. So what, that was like, kind of like a nervous yes. moment. So what happened was the Eric, Cameron's roommate, um, he... He was able to get in. popped into a different room uh -huh. as a single person and then... When someone hopped into their room as a single person, he was like, because that's why he couldn't he couldn't hop into the room that Cameron's in because of how it was going on. So when how someone we were doing it, yeah, you know. yeah, when someone hopped into the group as a single into Cameron's group, Eric was already in a room, so they just messaged the guy and were like, "Hey, since you're a single anyways and you don't know these guys, I want to be with them, and I are, I have a same room in the same building." Or like the same kind of room in the same mm -hmm. building. So can we just switch? And so they went to the housing. Uh, you went but to the housing office and switched, right? There's a little bit more to that because the dude that was like the single that jumped into our room, he was like, "I'm doing the same thing. I'm trying to get in with my friends." Yeah. And so they had to like do a 
three-way switch. Yeah. And he was making it really complicated. It it, it should have been easy. More like, complicated like, than Purdue math. <laughs> Count three. Dude. See, it's Purdue funny math. because when I originally had jumped into a room um, for Windsor, I messaged the girl and I was like, hey, I'm trying to room with my roommate. And we have another room. We did the same thing you did where we were like, we have another room. Would you like to be in this room? And then she was like, actually, I am in this room because I have a disability and I don't want to leave. I was in here last year. And I was like, oh, I get it. Totally understand. But then um, Sarah's roommate, or the one that was in her room originally, was like, I don't remember what she said. But then I ended up in another room with somebody else. And I messaged her and I was like, hey, I'm trying to get in this room. And then she was like, actually, I'm I'm trying to do the same thing. That's what she did. And then I was like, my mom was like, no, just figure something else out. And I was like, no. I'm (laughs) like, she is going to crack before I do. She's going to go, I want to live with my friends so bad that I'm going to leave the room. And that's exactly what she did. And that's not even the room we ended up in. So that's even funnier. But I, yeah. Queen me, I was like, I'm going to stick it out because either she's going to be my roommate Mm -hmm. and hate me because I never left, or she's going to crack because she wants to be with her friend. And she cracked. But anyways. Go you. I know. Queen me. I'm such a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I was not expecting that. (laughs) I I mean. To put it bluntly. (laughs) I say it all the time. Um, But I I have another Reddit post, and it's just kind of like, it's like a thread for people to thing. And it's just ideas to fix housing at Purdue. And this was posted November of last year, oh, no. 2022. It said, uh, I'm sure everyone has heard about the Purdue housing crisis, current one. I was curious to hear whatever anyone's solutions would be, taking into account the whole frozen tuition and over-enrollment going on. Um, say, so like it was like, say if you were given control any of any aspect about the university to solve the crowding situation. Um, a lot of people were saying just build more dorms, but I, I don't think that, I don't think that would work. Um, but here's one that I build a lot more, it'd be dorms and and services. If you're going to build more dorms, that's fine. If you're going to keep accepting people, that's fine, but you have to meet the services. Uh, but here's a response by B underscore P underscore G, um, it said it would not kill them to make Purdue a little more selective. Indiana's population grew 4.65 percent between 2010 and 2020. The country as a whole drew se- uh, grew 7.1 percent. Uh, Purdue West Lafayette's undergraduate enro- enrollment grew from 30,000 to 35,000, which is 13.2 percent in that same period, and they're up another 8.6 percent to 30. 8,000 in just the last two years. This is just undergraduate. Um, And this is what I was trying to say earlier. Diluting the value of the degree would be one thing, but accepting people they don't even have room for every single year is getting old. Um, And that's, yeah, I I agree with that for sure, is what I was trying to say earlier, is that it was kind of decreasing. When you accept so many people, it also kind of, decreases the value of your degree because so yeah. many people just get accepted anyway. Um, it doesn't really matter for me. There's a lot of jokes in here. It was like... What a stupid degree. Remove all non-structural walls between rooms and dorms. Place desks around the perimeter of the new giant room. Everyone brings a sleeping bag and sleeps on the floor. Problem solved. Like Queen. That. Huh? Queen. Yeah. Boot camp moment. Yes. I mean, that's pretty much Shreve Basement, like you were talking about earlier. They the had barracks. beds and desks, but yeah, it was. Yeah, it, was I mean, like, it was like a it hospital was like or the, something. No, it was like 
it, probably like an orphanage is what I think of, like an original <laughs> orphan freshman without it a was, dorm. It was because like they had beds, and they made like little cubicles with like the desks. They gave them dressers, and they have like a wardrobe. They had mm, something where they yeah. could hang stuff up, but like. They basically just like cubed them in with the furniture. Right. So they had a little bit of like privacy, but like imagine there's at least eight people in a room mm-hmm. and someone alarms go someone alarm is going off. Oh yeah. Whoever yeah, you're you're waking up at the earliest time that or Especially with the person freshmen. that wakes up the earliest. Yeah. And it's probably gonna be seven thirty. Even every if day. you fall back asleep. And then there's people when there's eight of you, it like eliminates the whole like how do you live in that si- i mean and yeah it is like an orphanage <laughs> that's what i'm saying yeah. is that like they have what they need and they have their own furniture i mean stuff? they're basically homeless students yes <laughs> well and it was funny because people drop out and things change for people so yeah. by the end of the first semester i think everyone was out of the basement but yeah but well still, me and my roommate from last year yeah we would always be like I, she'd go, she'd start, start joking about something. And she'd go, yeah, I'm going to die. And, and then I was like, no, don't do that. She's like, yeah, I want you to live with the rats in the basement. And because she was <laughs> one of them would have to move up and live with me if she That's had funny. left. And it was a joke, but it was just funny because it was like a, we'd threaten each other. We'd be like, yeah. And it was a joke. But it was like, I'm going to make you it's live with the joke. rats. The rats are going to come get you. You know, on, okay, so on each door, they always have like a name tag for like whoever's the living door there. door deck. I wonder what they would have. Yeah, going downstairs, I would see it. I saw like the door. Yeah, it? they'd have there like were, eight door decks. There were, yeah, there were like eight oh, name tags on them. I'm just like, oh. Um, we're kind of going over time here a little bit, so we're probably going to yeah. have to have a second episode, of course. We're probably we gonna, will, and we're going to have guests to talk about their experiences. Yeah, and what, it, what campus was like not crowded and everything. Um, but before we go, I do want to... Um, mention our little intro bits that you heard at the beginning of this episode in the last episode um starting i guess this would be february 5th so today is february 5th so after this episode we will post something on instagram twitter whatever and we want your ideas for intro bits. So just opens. say some random phrase for the beginning. For the cold open is what we're calling it. And then you hear the intro music. And then we say, welcome to I Hate Everyone Equally Where? And then some phrase, like I said today. What I, I don't even remember what I said. The bag hole. Bag hole, yeah. just so, Where it's not cornhole or bags, it's just bag hole. So just get creative with it. Um, yeah, we want to hear what you think. What you think, and then we'll we'll give you a shout. Yeah, and out then if we feel like free it. to message us on any of our social media platforms, mm-hmm. um, and tell us your opinions. Tell us what you think we should talk about. Yeah, anything really, or just well, you might be featured, featured, featured on a future episode. Yeah. So uh, you know, I said we were going to do a second episode of this um, on our. Uh, thing where it says the fourth episode is released you can comment your housing experiences and then we can talk about that in that episode um start an hi or ihee uh reddit thread we could do that yeah r slash ihee pod we'll think about it but yeah um we're also trying to get our our tiktok up and running well we're gonna start doing some really fun things i think if you haven't checked out our tiktok yet the name of it should be IHEE pod. Is it, is it different yes. by now? I can no. change it as of today or tomorrow. Okay. Um, which So it will be IHEE pod mm-hmm. soon. All right. And then my quick shout out um, is one for Miss Sarah Miller, who is our friend who gave me a nickel 
for the support of our podcast mm-hmm. because there's some stuff we want to buy and we are trying our hardest to uh, oh, we don't have a lot of money personally <laughs> and so we're doing our best to figure out how we're going to purchase some things for this podcast. Also. And then the second one is Eric Hacker, mm-hmm. uh, who is also one of our friends, who um, whole dollar. gave me a dollar yeah, for our podcast. Anyways, uh, so any final thoughts? I don't think so. All right, then we're going to wrap up well, because we are hungry. I am hungry too. So with that, we'll leave and uh, we'll catch you next week. <laughs>